Y'all, I don't know why I just like sniffled before I came on here. Listen, I don't know if you're aware of this. This is the most professional podcast that you've ever listened to. So gear up. But there's a lot of heavy editing, tons of professional polished content for you to absorb. I don't know why I'm not all over. You know, this like real polished professional stuff. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just real. <laughs> uh, today we're just talking about um, one of my favorites, Gary V, and some advice that I stumbled upon this morning. And it's no different from advice that we've been giving all along. But at the end of the day, it's all just about doing the thing. And how do we make you do that? How do we make you leap and move and jump and try and inevitably become the person that everyone hates at the nursing home? (laughs) The staff loves, the residents hate. That's who we want to be. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. Oh, friends, we are doing them. Do you feel us? Do you feel the difference? The difference between having an idea on a shelf and putting it into action. There is a big, huge difference. And we're going to break that down today. But before we do that, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Here's the deal. Okay. I have forever made fun of people who like, even in my nicest state, I can't understand. And I have officially been in a place in my life where I finally understand and I can never, ever again make fun. I can't. And I love how the world works that way, that sometimes that's the best delivery of medicine that we are so deserving of. And when I started my business 
or like actually open the doors or we're preparing to open the doors to finally do something in this lane, in this lens. When that happened. So after I got back from vacation, I officially got overwhelmed by messages, by emails, by text messages, by Facebook messages, by Instagram messages, by really every message that could ever exist. They were all overwhelming and I got extremely overwhelmed because for three weeks straight I was painting and what hap- what would happen was like I'd have a million messages I'd feel extremely overwhelmed because I couldn't answer them in real time, which is what I like to do. So then it's just done. And I couldn't because I was painting, because I was meeting with people, because it was just like we were going all day long. So then I'd get home, barely catch up, only to find even more responses the next day that I couldn't catch up with because I just needed to paint. And so there was like three weeks of a world that I lived in where I couldn't check or do anything really. Not in a proper way, not in a way that didn't lead to even more messages. (laughs) And so I quickly got overwhelmed. I got over consumed, overdone, overworked, underpaid. (laughs) And I just quit. I would check them, but I would just try to check and respond at night to things that were important, which usually only led to more. And somewhere in there, I was left with a ton of unchecked messages and even more unchecked emails. And it pains me to say that on Wednesday of this week, I had over 3,000 unchecked emails unread, unchecked, just sitting out there in my inbox. And like, seriously, (laughs) I would make fun of people who did this. Like, how can that happen? And now I understand how that happens. This is how it happens. You start a business, everybody starts coming at you from every single which way. Like, people want you to post an ad in this. People want blah, 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 blah. People want this. They want donations. They want this. They want that. And they want you to be in this. They want this. And oh my gosh, it like, seriously, it's amazing, right? Because that's what you've been waiting for. Uh, But at the same time, it gets hard to like cut through the noise of it all. And so I just... Honestly, once the doors were open, just started defaulting to anyone who followed up more than once. <laughs> like, <laughs> If you find it that important, and that is not a great way to do business, but seriously, the overwhelm. And so my great thing today is that I finally took time. And it is important to me because it was making me feel more overwhelmed than less. Like, what are all these messages? Why, why 3,000 plus, I almost have 4,000 unread emails in like six weeks, which maybe that's not a crazy amount, but um, that was only one email box. So I also have way more than that. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And... Um, I'm just, I wasn't, 
I felt overwhelmed every time that I would open my email. Hopefully something would come to the top and that was worth paying attention to and everything else was just probably junk or I don't know. But I finally, finally sat down and made myself just delete all of them. Like read through what was important and and keep what was important. Find what was lost in the millions of emails. But delete everything else. And this may not seem like a big deal. um, But it is. It absolutely is. It is insanely big. And I... I am proud that I did that. (laughs) I realized it was just clicking a button, but when you have that many unread messages, when you have that many emails, it isn't just clicking a button. And I couldn't figure out how to make the page load more than 50. And so I just slowly kept on a click and click and click. And it probably took me way longer than it should. But I, I had to do it just to feel clean. And um, I'll have an opportunity to do that with my house too. Like having a clean slate, having an empty email inbox, knowing what's new and what's fresh, knowing a process for how to take in messages. And gosh, as I was explaining it yesterday to a customer, like that's really what's hard is just the overwhelming amount of ways that people can access you. So I totally get it. And when people, you know, everybody has their favorite mode of communication, right? Everybody has that. And so our favorite mode really um, is how we communicate. And so whether that's a message or whether that's a email or whether that's a text or whether that's a, like, it's bananas to manage that many communication profiles. Like not even beginning to do a good job of that. But the start is a clean slate. Having enough room to feel okay about taking that time for myself because that's not priority number one, but knowing that that's important to me. Not opening up an email inbox that makes me feel instantly overwhelmed. So overwhelmed that I can't keep it open for very long because I'll keep seeing that number and it will drive me to insanity. Um, and that's really feels great. Feels great to have done that. Feels great to be in a place where that was okay to take precedence, to, to take time to do. Because it's important for my mental health. It may not be important for yours. 
but it is for me. Like having cleanliness and calm around is very important for me. Just to breathe. Because my mind's just too scattered and obsessive. And so when things are not right, calm, steady, I have this want to fix it or completely tap out. And so email, I was in complete tap out. If I can't fix it the way that I want to, and I don't have time or the ability to see it all the way through, then generally I just abandon ship. And this may be a bad quality. Could be. But like, I'm all in or all out. And you'll know. That's it. (laughs) And... That felt great. And that's the beginning of being able to take back time for myself in all of this equation. And now the second part of that is like sitting down and hammering out what I know about this business so far. So all these things, wonderful things, magical, even magical. And we're feeling great. And it felt great to clean out my inbox. You have no idea. Not the slightest idea. Okay, so take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Did you delete an email? Because, like, pat yourself on the freaking back. I am not going to lie. That is the greatest thing you could do for yourself, maybe today. And you should talk about it. Because that was great. And I do feel better. Okay. So one of my favorite mentors who certainly does not mentor me whatsoever, except for he absolutely does. And that's what I love about this work is like, I could be mentoring a million people and really have no idea. (laughs) Which is sort of scary and sort of awesome all at the same time. (laughs) And that mentorship, right? That ability to do that for people who might not have that, I find really important. And the people who do that work, I find to just be a huge blessing because I'd love to pay for a super cool mentor um, or have known a bunch of rich people who scale <laughs> a lot of businesses and be able to hang out with them all day long. But I just have never had access to that. And maybe I could, I I know that I, I have created the context that I probably could, but it just doesn't feel real to me. So I go back to what feels real and what feels real is Gary V hanging out on my Instagram, writing books, continuing to speak things and just post content. Love it. And so in his mentorship today, he 
basically broke down and said, like, who are you listening to? And then the person would go on oh, this person, this person. And he's like, no, screw them. The only thing to listen to is yourself. Right. And I think from a mentor perspective, someone like him who goes out and speaks to people. So they listen to him <laughs> and he becomes their mentor. Right. He's even saying like, screw that. Don't listen to me. Get better at listening to yourself. You are all that matters. And he would go on to say, like, doing is all that matters. Finding out. Doing the actual thing. Not just sitting on whether or not it's a good idea for you. Doing it. Deciding. And moving. And obviously I'm pro this message. Duh, do school. Hi, that's all we do. We don't overcomplicate things. We don't over algorithm things. We don't pick one thing and only teach on that. We pick on doing and learning from there. That's it. And I'm not, I'm not going to waste time to teach you all the things that you need to know because you probably don't need to know them yet. And maybe you do. And maybe there's a better teacher of all the things. And you should go learn from them. But like, I'm going to teach the doing because I was left on many bridges and there was a gap. It was like the ship was going under and there was this gap like, no, but I, I can show up for all the classes. I can pass all those tests. I can do all the things that you're asking me to do. But then there's this obvious gap between the idea, the learning, and the doing. And the doing is the only way to find proof of where you need to go next. And so when he said that, I was like, well, obviously. But to continue to reiterate that, to continue to bring that back here, as a mentor and just continue to tell you, no matter how many books you read, no matter how many things you learn, no matter how many and how much time you spend building what you're going to build, there will always be a gap. There will always be space between you actually doing And that space is the leap that we want to make. And I don't know, like, does that seem crazy? That's all we're going to do. We're going to do it. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to learn so much more than we ever would have learned sitting thinking, wanting to do an idea, and never getting it done. And I'm like, obnoxious about this at this point. But that's it. All the best ideas in the world do people 
no good if they're never put to action. The best team in the world. Put together, strategized, the most amazing people that could ever come together to do this work. If they never actually get to work, it would have been all for naught. Right? And my guess is those are the people who end up in nursing homes regretting every single second that they didn't at least try. Going, oh, and I used to tell these stories, right? Used to be an incredible painter. Still paints from time to time, right? Like, I don't, I don't want that for any of us. I want us to like roll in to a nursing home at like 105 because we're just too dang stubborn to quit trying to walk by ourselves. Could you quit going to the grocery store? So the only way to hold us down is to literally lock us into a place. <laughs> and we roll in there like giving none of the Fs. And we're like, I did it. I did everything. And I can keep living on that high. Knowing that even though I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who probably didn't do the things they wanted, I did. I did everything that I wanted. I took a look around and didn't like the world I was living in. And I created a new one. And I'm okay to let things go. Because I knew, I know that that makes room for new opportunities. And that person at 105 who inspired generations after her. Her kids' kids looked up to her, modeled their life after her. Because she's still such a spitfire at 105, <laughs> she must have really changed the world. She absolutely did. And that's what we should be trying to do. Hoping to impress the people that come after us. To help make their world a better place. And the only way we get there is from putting the plans in motion. Doing the things we've been called here to do. And all of that is possible if you just tried something today and then you kept showing up for it and then you didn't back down from it. You kept going 
and if you got knocked off your horse or you you had this thing this moment where you weren't feeling like you were the best in the world at it and you back down for one second it's okay But we got to get right back to the doing. The doing of the dream, the trying of a dream, the attempt at making it all happen. And I don't know. I think about that person that I'm going to be in this life, the person that I am now, and the person that's going to be proud of the 30-year-old that just took a chance on herself. That's going to have lived a life so full that it annoys the people at our dinner table. <laughs> right? Like we sit in little pods of four and Hannah is always talking about all the things that she got to do in this life. Blah, 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 blah. Hannah's so annoying. Like, listen. I'm going to keep annoying all of us until it hits every single person who listens to this, every single person who reads something I write, every single person who experiences my shop, every single person who comes into contact with who I am and what I'm about. I'm going to talk about how amazing life is and how in control you are to turn it around. And I know that I speak from a place of absolute privilege, but I also speak from a place of We are capable of shifting reality with just our minds. They are so strong. And I base that off of people who have come from less privileged places than me, who had to do the same things that I did. Had to just start believing and moving people who didn't had to just start doing the things they wanted to do without caring about what other people thought about it had to just keep doing period explanation point that's it it's all in the doing it's one step of doing at a time. That is all. And no one's opinion is important unless they are doing what you are. And I read an expert this morning in my book. If I can find it, that would be great. 
that's not it. Process any feedback. In some cases, there are reflections or review notes attached. Don't obsess over this critique, but do think about how it might apply to your situation. Sometimes this failure now ends up being more valuable in the long run for when it really counts. Like you're going to mess things up. You're going to come up short. You're going to try things that didn't fit or weren't the right timing or weren't the right moment for you. And you can either obsess of all the reasons why you came up short or you can get to work with what's in front of you right now. And that's very much where I feel like I am. I tried on some new things. Some of them stuck. Some didn't. And at the end of the day, I got to work on what's in front of me. That's got to be my focus. I've been able to do and try on a lot of different things. And the moment that you find your assignment, you find your alignment. And things that always fit before probably don't anymore. And it's okay. And we don't have to overprocess that failure or that thing coming to an end. Like my one friend sent me many moons ago. Shout out, Beth. It doesn't have to be dramatic. You can just be done. And there are some stories that end that way. And the moment that you do that, you open up more room for whatever you've been assigned now. And I guess I just want you to make sure that you release any guilt or pressure from things that are just meant to come to an end. And let yourself live fully in the doing of your heart, in the doing of the assignment you've been given, in the doing of your alignment. And if people want to attack that or... They want to come after you for that. That's not you. That's them. And if there's any attack involved, it's probably because they benefited from you not having those boundaries. Right? From you doing the work. And you got to do for you. And you just have to do. Do the thing. Whatever it is. Today, how can you start? This is it. This is the sign. This is the movement. This is where we got to start clearing up space. You have to do this. You have to do this hard work. You have to move in to the moment of doing. And if you don't have space, you got to free it up. Because it's going to take your full heart. 
it's going to take your full movement. It's going to take a full you. And anyone trying to take a percentage of that or cutting you down to make you stay in something that's not aligned anymore, no thank you. That ends now. And it ends with a beginning. A beginning for you to do the things that you want to do in this world. To become the 105-year-old that is annoying all of her table mates. Talking about the way she lived her life fully. That's who I want to be. Don't you? As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.